This is Hypothetical Help with Scott and Terpster, neither of whom are actual therapists or counselors. Any advice given on this show is truly hypothetical. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 35 of Hypothetical Help. A little late, but never a dollar short. My name is Scott. 35? Yeah, right. Is Think it of 35? It. I thought it was 36. 35. 36 is next week. No, it's 35. No. Okay, 35. Wait, today's 35, yeah. Last... It is 35. You're right. Last so week Scott, was 34. So, Scott, your computer broke. Yeah, it did. You want to know what happened? What did it break off? Yeah, I do want to know. All right, it's kind of boring, but I'll rip through it. So, uh, I have this. So, okay. Give me the cliff notes. I bought a fancy, hot, new Mac Pro about a year ago. Just about a year ago. A month from a year okay. ago. The, the, the round black cylinder thing. Yeah, the little cylinder trash can looking thing. And very happy nice. with it. For everything that it does right, it's been amazing. And every I've never, ever had to take a Mac in. I've never had a Mac fail. I've never had a hard drive go bad. I have other Macs in the house that have been running for seven or eight years with no issues. Like, it's just... Here in the United States, we never leave a Mac behind. Exactly the thing. And I've never really had a problem. So this thing, almost okay. immediately after I got it, I started having weird, random, hard to reproduce, actually impossible to reproduce, video lockups. So I kind of just lived around them. We even did a couple of shows here where I had to, like, reboot and come back because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, very strange situation, very weird results. Uh, and because you can't really reproduce it very well, it was hard to show anyone that. So what happened is there started to be a groundswell of internet activity around certain forum posts on the Apple side saying, yeah, I have that too. When'd you buy yours? Oh, right around March or February. Oh, interesting. It seems like most of the people who are having this weird problem are complaining about the same two-month period or so. So mm-hmm. I just lived with it and thought, I'll just make it work, whatever, because otherwise, what a fantastic beast. And I can never have time to take this thing down and take it somewhere. So come last week, or no, not last, well, toward the end of last week, I guess. As I did. Early part of this week. Uh, I called, made an appointment, went in there. They said, there's a new program. We'll, we'll swap them out because you bought them during this time. And if we can ascertain that you have the cards in question, we will give you two brand new dual GPUs uh, in full replacement. No questions asked. It's a customer care thing. It only took, wow. us a, only took us a year, right, to figure that out. So... I did that, but they had to order it because they were already out of the new ones. And so now the new cards don't get in until tomorrow. I went and got my my rig back, brought it back. I'm using it now. And then once it gets in, I'll go take it back and then swap it. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, it's boring, but it's the emotional. life. I mean, it's emotional. very emotional. Yeah. I mean, look, this is it the is. cornerstone of so my podcasting life. To explain life. to everyone at home, the reason it's been late is yeah. because of Apple. Yeah. Um, now, don't be hard on them, guys. They're an up-and-coming company. We really think they're going to do well. We do. We think that they've got something special. Uh-huh. It's you know, it's a little bit rough around the edges. You're saying there's going to be some bumps in the year. Two yeah. visionaries, uh-huh. as we've been described by, I think, both of our parents. Yeah. Um, I think we can state that if you've got any money going spare, slap it on those Apple stocks because it's going up. Yep. It's going to actually be- at the moment it's going down, but it will go up. Yeah. Actually, it's going down for. No good reason I can figure out, by the way. I don't know why it's going down. They broke I think all- it's the fact of, like you've described, of their computers coming out and they're terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah. I think that that's any- fine. Anytime a company has record profits and then, you know, they break every record possible in the quarter and then their stock goes down. I don't understand that. That's they can't do anything more. They've peaked. They've all right. peaked too soon. Scott. It's like us. Gonna People go. look to us and go, it's like, this is too funny. Yeah. I'm not going to support them on patreon.com slash hyperhelp because 
They've peaked. Yeah. And you know what we do to them? What do we do? We prove them wrong. Holy we shit. We prove them wrong. Every single show. All right. Bam. All right. I believe we you. I believe you. And I think that... Um, but we need some questions to prove. Yeah. To so prove here's here's the proof. Right here's the wrong. proof in the blood pudding is you guys call us. You ask us questions. We help you with those questions like this one about cat poop. Or is it dog poop? Cat well, anyway, it's about poop. It's a hypothetical poop. Um, this is Mike from Atlanta. Let's say hypothetically, as I was pulling into my garage and going into my house, I noticed a lady walking her dog. And this dog takes a hypothetical poop right on my yard. And she just keeps walking. And I give her an angry look. And, you know, she looks back and says, you know, basically deal with it. And continues to walk off their dog. What's the best possible situation? Should this happen again? And I do think it could, as this lady lives in my neighborhood. And I've seen her driving about. And, yeah. Thanks. (laughs) I had cat written in my notes. I don't know why. This is when shit hits the fan, okay? You gotta run over, you man up, you take your hand, you grab that poop, and you hurl it! You hurl it with full force at that lady, okay? Alright. Because you say, hey! You drop this! And you throw it, and you just hit her! Hit her with this massive dog poo. Yeah. And she says, oh my god, how can you do that? I'm sorry, oh I'm sorry, I just saw you walk away from it, I saw you drop it. How dare you leave your dropped items on my property? You cannot fly tip on my property. I will return it to the owner. Yeah. Now Bam. wait, fly tipping. Explain. What is that? It's like if you um say you've got a an old washing machine or a refrigerator, Scott. You've got a new one. How about a mattress? You didn't pay How the extra twenty bucks for them. A mattress, exactly. Yeah. You didn't pay the extra twenty bucks for them when they deliver the new one to take the old one away. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because you're like. I don't, I don't mind because I, I'm just going to take it down over the road over there. I'm just going to sling it on the side of the road. Mm. We call that fly tipping. Now, what's the, what's the origin? There are flies around it? Um, maybe. Oh, I don't know. I've so never weird. really looked into the origin. I like that you are immediately thinking, <laughs> what's the origin? Let's have <laughs> well, a look. I'm thinking fly like tipping a, origin. Yeah. Like, look that up. Because um, I'm thinking like... Illegal do- dumping. Uh-huh. Um... Like this Why dog. is fly tipping so called? Thinkpedia says, on the fly, meaning to move and do something in a hurry. So tipping on the fly, so you don't get caught. Fly what's, tipping. But what's the tipping part? Like just tipping, like dumping. You're tipping. It off? You're chucking. You're throwing something away. You're tipping the mattress out of the uh, the the vehicle, so it falls upon the ground. Okay, I've never heard of that, but I'm happy to now know what it means to fly tip. Now, if I take that dirty old mattress, we also mattress, have rubbish tips, rubbish dumps, or rubbish tips. Rubbish, rubbish well. tips. That's where people just leave their crap, yeah. their trash on the side of the road, or what? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's or or like a designated, uh, you know, rubbish. And you guys have the council, facility. right? The council comes by and cleans stuff up, right? Is that the deal? Well, if you pay them. Okay. If you pay the council, what are they? Local government. Mm. That's what that is. Yeah. Okay. So if I have a big mattress with a giant pee stain on it, and I yep. put it outside, I fly tip it. I stick it to the side well, of the road if there. You put it outside your house after having paid the council some money to pick it up. That's cool. Oh, all right, okay? all right. But if you go down to the local recreation space, maybe near the train tracks or something equally dubious, yeah. and just threw it without having to pay the small fee involved. Okay. That's fly tipping, and okay. that's illegal. Sir. Okay, so you that actually that's fine. That's a finable or even jailable offense. There, it's a finable offense, I guess. You know, if you depends how if you like, maybe you chuck like a a blue well carcass in the middle of the freeway <laughs> that someone might be like, that's that's you're going to jail, son. That's you've, you've taken it too far. A big bloated dead you, whale. You've gone, 
you've yeah. gone too far. Maybe it explodes. Yeah. You've taken it too far. You've seen that, right? You've seen that when they blow up like that? That's scary. It's I've just, seen that. Yeah. So I've seen that. Bottom line is don't you know, don't fly tip a big dead whale carcass. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. You'll regret it. Here's we'll what I would do. It. So I got, actually got in trouble for this once myself, and it, and it, and it turned out to not Fine be – well, it wasn't me. I should say that right up front. It wasn't me, but this lady thought it was me. So rainy day in the fall, my old neighborhood – Walking my little dog. She was this little Shih Tzu dog that you've seen before. Little dog, right? Daisy was her name. She's now living in a home full of other aging Shih Tzus who are all blind. Anyway, long story short, uh, I walked her in the rain one day out to the park. I had an umbrella, had the dog with me. She did her business at the park. I bagged up her business, threw it in the... Oh, the lady did? The, the dog. Oh, right. So yeah. your dog did. Yeah, okay, the dog sorry. did. I come back past this lady's house and go home. I walk on the sidewalk that goes past her home. That's it. That's all we did. She didn't, Daisy didn't stop there. I didn't stop there. We just walked straight through. I get home. Immediately, my phone rings. I pick up the phone and it's the neighbor lady. And she says, I think your dog did a little doo-doo on my yard and I'd really like it if you came by and picked it up, she says. And I said, and I said, um, we didn't stop there. She goes, well, I saw it happen, so unless you want to come pick it up, I'm going to have to make a call. It was just super rude, right? Wouldn't even let me explain. So I said, Kim, what would you do? She says, just go over there and see what's there. And I said, okay. So I take Daisy with me again, okay, because I want to have whatever. world's biggest poo. (laughs) I went over there, and you're not kidding. It was like the size of a a Duraflame log just laying in the the road or on the sidewalk in front of her house, like a giant dog turd from a dog 50 times bigger than my dog. My dog's a shih tzu the size of a nothing. She's like a toaster. She's <laughs> yeah, so yeah. small. She barely makes a tootsie roll. You know, she can't do anything like that. So when I saw this giant loaf in the street, I was pissed. I'm like, she didn't, this isn't her. And so this is how it all went down. I decided since I'm there, I have the glove things from the, from the because we had a local park glove dispenser yeah. thing. I had the glove things with me. I looked at that lady's window. She is standing in the window, staring at me with her arms folded. And I'm oh, out in no, front in the rain. Can... I'm in the rain. No, I didn't have the umbrella now, so I'm just getting wet. Standing no, there with my so... dog. She's looking at me with this like half frown on her face. And I picked it up with the glove. I held oh, it up no. in the air so she could see just how big this freaking Wonder Bread loaf of turd was. Held it in the air like that. And then walked over slowly to the, the can while I still looked at her in the window, dropped it in the can, took the glove off, threw the glove away, walked back to my house. And that's the last interaction I ever had with that woman. But my point is, oh, okay. wasn't my dog, dude. should have thrown it in the window. You yeah. should have thrown it at the window. Now, I think he would be... And old- then you should have thrown the dog at the window <laughs> and said, see, it's as big as the dog. It's impossible. <laughs> it's not that far from the It could have been a perspective thing. Could have been a perspective thing. Could have been. How old is said, how, how old is said lady? The lady was probably... Sixty, something like that. Just old enough to be There's curmudgeonly. Your answer, yeah. There's your answer. All right. There's your answer. No, here's the other answer. So okay. So you want to be sure a that she did it. So if you watched her do it and you know she did it, then that's one thing. Then I think you can call them and say, "Yeah, I saw you do this thing." Uh, the other thing you can do is install cameras on your front porch. So when a giant dog takes a dump, you don't blame it on the neighbor guy who has a Shih Tzu for a dog. Uh, again, I'm making this about myself, as you can tell, but uh, I feel okay about that. Uh, I feel like okay yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I think you should call her. I do. Like what? What she did to me was rude and sucked, and but she, and she was wrong. But in your case, if you know that's what happened, call her and say, yeah, that's that's not cool. There's just that nobody likes to ruffle the feathers. Nobody likes to likes to get in there. But that's and, the problem, Scott. Is that the thing is, if you don't ruffle the feathers, 
the feathers keep getting ruffled. Yeah. You know, sometimes you got to take the charge and you got to say, you know what? Your dog just crept on my lawn. Yeah. I don't stand for that on my property. This is the land of freedom. I have the right to bear arms and I'm going to bear some dog turd. <laughs> and guess what? Yeah. Fire in the hole. <laughs> and, he, and he throw it up. Bam. Was that? Bam. Okay. If, if this was you and this happened to you. Yeah. People yeah. in Britain are too polite to like, con there's no confrontation ever. Unless you're on exactly. in your parliament. So I've got no risk. I've got no risk, Scott. No one's got a gun. No one's going to come and shoot me and my family for mm -hmm. me throwing dog turds in them face. Yeah. Now, in America, that's a real possibility. <laughs> that is actually something that conceivably could, in the reasonable world, happen. Yeah. This person upset me to the point where I, you know, used my First Amendment, Second Amendment, whatever the amendment was. Second. About having some bear arms. Mm -hmm. And, you know, went and shot them. Yeah. The, uh, Not in the UK. No. Very unlikely to happen. Yeah, it seems like a lot less likely anyway. Now, her husband was a hunter. So now that you bring this one, the lady I dealt with. So you may be onto something there. I could have escalated yeah. that. And he could have, for all I know, he was hiding behind the door with his... He would have shot your dog. Yeah, he, he had a twenty two and, and was ready to rifle down my stupid dog. Bam. Yeah. Uh, I will say this, just to finish up that story. About six months later, during the wintertime, uh, Daisy took a dump on this lady's lawn. It was snow, but it was still her lawn. Oh, she did. And she wasn't home. They were out of town for something. And uh, I went ahead and let her do it and left it there. I figured I figured it was a fair trade after the Bam! giant loaf I had to move. And it was bad, man. Like it was it. like that dog ate like a whole pan of lasagna or something. It was really you know sick. What, though, Scott? What? It's not over till it's over. All you right. need to go over there. You need to hunker down. You need to build up on your bran and you need to drop a true loaf <laughs> on her door. And you say, Baker's Bin, there's a fresh loaf. <laughs> Baker's Bin. Whew. That's, uh, there you go. you've changed my life today. Let's move on to an email. We got an email Maybe here. Eat a load of yeast so it's airy. As oh, well. that's not good. You don't, you don't want, want that. to have something too, you know, laden. Laden with? To keep it nice and fluffy. Fl right. You need it to come out smooth. It needs to be like toothpaste, I've heard. That's the consistency you're aiming for. That's what people are looking for. Yep. Yeah, I know what I like in a quality turd. All right, email from uh, Tom, to, who wrote it. Not Tom Merritt, I'm sure. I'm sure this isn't Tom Merritt. He says, hello, fine gentleman. He's from your neck of the woods, and he says, I'm 21 years old, and I live in the United Kingdom. My question is as follows. I have problems deciding what I want to do for a career. I have ideas, and I've had various jobs, but I am yet to find my ideal job. I'm thinking of going to college to learn carpentry. Carpentry! Uh, which, by the oh, way, was uh, Harrison Ford's first shitty. job. Yeah, yeah, it's a chip. It certainly was. He was hanging a door mm -hmm. in a producer's office yep. when the producer says, this dick ain't going to suck itself. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> he then became Han Solo, which was close because Han Job was the, the, the it's, it's weird. It's a funny story. Yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> Hollywood's a very interesting place. It really is. You sell your, you sell a bit of your soul, really, when you go there. Yeah. You That's do. fine. But yes, if you want to be like Harrison Ford and his dubious entry into the film world, uh, then he's then a very successful actor. Yeah. Maybe one of the most successful, surely. Right? Who who else who's been more successful in that time frame than Harrison Depends Ford? Depends on which metric you judge them on. Mm. But I would always say Harrison Ford. Well, who so the metric is who has a ranch in Wyoming he barely ever leaves and who is married to Callista Flockhart? And the answer is Harrison Ford. If those are your barometers for success, boom, okay. done. Uh, anyway, okay, let's see. I was going to say Canyon Arrow, but yeah, carry on. <laughs> that'll work too. Uh, I mean, listen, he's only in two of the most 
important franchises in the history of film, Indiana Jones and Star yeah. Wars. Like and that's the, that's enormous. The, the witness and the witness that's great. The witness is great. Yeah. Four thirty time for milking. Book John Book all that stuff. Kelly McGillis boobs. I was there. Oh. I saw it. Um. Anyway, says what? What are we doing here? He says I'm thinking of going to college. Oh yeah, to learn carpentry. He says which uh, has me taking interest and uh, hope to hope it grips me. No fun and in, pun intended. What is a grip? I don't get that. Um, grips are I guess like large pliers. Maybe Uh-oh. he's talking about like clamps or oh, something like that, but right. I guess you could use large pliers on carpentry. Well, he's Maybe tw- he's thinking of learning and he's confused. Yeah, he's 21. He's young. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, his puns need work. Anyway, I suppose I'm asking uh, is this. How did you know what you wanted to do? I love podcasting, but find it hard in the UK to find a co-host. <laughs> I just have so many darn ideas. Anywho, Tom. Um, all right. Don't. D- yes. Go learn a trade. No matter what you end up doing, you think you're old. 21 isn't old. 21 is nothing. If, if women don't find you handsome, they better darn sure find you handy. Uh, and that is, that is a piece of advice that will serve you well, good sir. Like you. And maybe you're not into women. Maybe you're into men. Mm. Tell you what, yeah. if men don't find you handsome, they better find you handy. That's right. Uh, for that, more hand jobs. They, they might be practical themselves. Yeah, you don't but, want yeah, handsy. Gonna, you don't want handsy. Ain't going to do itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you just built, hold on, you just uh, built yeah. a fireplace. I want you to talk about being handy. Well, I didn't build a fireplace, Scott. It's very grandiose. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I just had, you know, I've, I've, I've installed a new multi-burner. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Arga Ellesmere Four. It's a four kilowatt stove. You know, it's 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 no big deal. It's yeah. no big deal. Uh-huh. Uh, it involved uh, scaling my roof uh, and lining my chimney. What does that mean? Scaling your roof? A what few is... health and safety laws along the way? What is scaling? But that's your... all part of it. What is that? Making the roof Just scaling, bigger? Yeah, you know, to climb up on my roof. Oh 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 oh! Climbed your get roof up okay. on there. All right. Got yeah. It. You meant- I was scaling like yeah. a mountain. I was trying to make it sound more grandiose than it was, Scott. Um, but yeah, it was, It was. you know, it's just, you know, it's part of my life. It's part yeah. of my life. It's no big deal. Yeah. It's no big deal. Is this too- Save me a sweet couple dollars. Well, that's the question. Is per- This is a per month savings on your, your heating bills, right? Is that the deal? Well, not really, no. Because the actual stove and installation is probably cost- more than we'd ever save mm-hmm. on there. Yeah. Um, but it's an aesthetically a lovely thing to have. Uh, we're, we're in the process. I'm decorating our living room, mm. our lounge. Yeah. Um, and it was one of those things, if I didn't do it now, I'd never do it. Yeah. Because I would have decorated and I'd always think, oh, well, I don't want to mess that up to you know put in something. Sure. So I thought, I'm doing it. I'm going to do it. Are you I'm having a bunch of people over or something? Is it, are you planning on being the big entertainer of the neighborhood or what? What's well, going no. On? But the, the, the thing is, Scott, is I moved into what is affectionately known as a shithole. Mm. Um, and basically, it was an ex-student rent. Uh, everything needed doing. Everything's horrible in my house. Mm-hmm. And slowly but surely, I'm just inching my way through the house. Yeah. Slowly, very slowly, <laughs> um, trying to make it less offensive to visitors. I see. Uh, me, my wife, and my daughter, we've grown accustomed to the smell and the dangers. Um, but you invite <laughs> someone over to my house and someone be like, oh, I thought you were doing okay, but apparently not. Wow, yeah. Yeah. this place is horrible. Yeah. And again, I'm just working day by day on changing that perception mm. to, oh, this place isn't that horrid, yeah. which is what I'd love. Well, I'd I'm, love I'm, for yeah. someone to come by my house and say, not that shitty. Mm. That would be what I'd be about. Unlike you, though, uh, many people will hire someone to come, and so I think Tom wouldn't. It wouldn't hurt him to to get into a I, viable I could hire trade. him. Yeah. If he was 
if he was uh, if he was going to learn carpentry. Sure, sure. Amazing. Yeah, you could have your own little. Uh, That'd be great. Porn scenario. With I've got him. to put new skirting boards on, new new trim. Mm -hmm. um, I've got to put a new uh, engineered floor down. I'm doing engineered wood. Wow. Which is a soft wood with a hardwood uh, veneer on yeah, top. Yeah. It's very very. I won't bore you with the uh, vernacular, Scott, but yeah. uh, it's pretty serious. Do you guys have a Home Depot um, or a, or a but, Lowe's over there? Where do you guys go to get all your crap that would like this? That would be the similar sort of thing. Yeah, we have B&Q, mm. um, which is basically Home Depot. Yeah. Um, and we have Wix, which is like Lowe's. Yeah. Um, and we have all sorts of shops. You're just um, like us. But yeah, You're if just... I had a gentleman who I knew, a lovely Tom, who lived in the UK, yeah. who was capable in these fields, I might say, go on, mate. Sort me out. Do me mates rates. And he'd be like, yeah, yeah, I only charge you a, a donkey. I'll be like, sweet, mate. Good that's, on you. That's not bad. Uh, and we talk like that as two gentlemen of, of the trade. Mm -hmm. You know, I wouldn't like to allude that I didn't know what any of those things meant because obviously I'm a man. Right. But I'm also not like a man man. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just going to like, oh, yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I think, you know, this wall needs all new, uh, yeah, all new plaster. Yeah, yeah. Get up that in there. Yeah, I was thinking about doing a rough coat and then, you know, just skim over the top. Yeah, 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 Like that. And you just basically, you try and bluff your way through the conversation to the point where the person you're paying to do the job thinks that you could have done the job yourself because you too are a competent man. Yeah. Um, what is a so donkey? That's, that's what, pretty how, much. How much is a donkey? Sorry? How much is a donkey? You said something about, oh, it'll only cost you a donkey. A donkey? Yeah, you said a okay. donkey, didn't um, you? Uh, I'm just trying to think. What you have a lot donkey. of phrases over there. Is it donkeys, don't... monkeys? Um, <sighs> is it a form of currency? Money like, slang. Like, a, like a buck or, a, or a, a, a what else you guys say? Like a copper? No, that's a that's a policeman. A copper is like a penny. It's like a cent. Oh, it's also a policeman. Oh, okay. I don't think I think I don't think donkey is one. Yeah, I think you said up. that though. You said yeah. So you... grand <laughs> is a thousand. Monkey. Is five hundred uh -huh. pony is twenty five. Okay. So I think I said donkey instead of pony. <laughs> Maybe let's screw it. Donkey <laughs> is thirty. There we go. All right. Okay. Because it's made up, Scott. I it's know. whatever we want it to be. It's whatever you so want I'll, it to be. I be a donkey, mate. Just donkey. Yeah, I'll be a donkey for that. Yeah. I don't know. That's the thing. Is that <laughs> if he doesn't pick me up on it, he too is a charlatan yeah. in this world of man. Yeah. This world both, of man. We are both actors. Reading our lines, hoping neither forgets or messes up. Mm. On the stage of man. On the stage of man. I like that. On the stage of man, hoping not to be judged harshly. Yeah, I completely agree and understand where you're coming from. Well, uh, on that note, I hope that you will. Thank you, uh, here's what I, oh, I have a good story to tell with this guy real quick. This is, a, this is how cool. I'll finish him out. So I was listening to an interview yesterday with the great George Miller. He is the director of Mad Max Fury Road, all the previous Mad Max movies, mm -hmm. and Pig... Uh, or Babe, Pig in the City, Babe, the first one, and then, of course, those Happy Feet movies. A very dis disparate, strange career he has had. And other movies here and there. But he's mostly renowned for what he's done with that Mad Max franchise, including the fantastic current one, or the one that's up for Best Picture and Best Director this year for the Oscars. So I'm listening to this interview and him talking about his process and what he does and everything. That guy started out as kind of a way out in the outback Australian that lived nowhere near any cities. His parents uh, were farmers. They scraped up a bunch of money so he and his brother could go to medical school. They worked in a local, or they worked in a big city hospital. I don't remember what hospital. Somewhere in Sydney, I think. And did that for a little while. Got really interested in filmmaking. Started making weird little short films on the weekends. And as time went on, he was doing way more for his film stuff than he was for his 
plans to be a doctor. So he quit being a doctor and went filming full time and became one of the most cool directors ever. Uh, a real outsider to do a really amazing things. And my point in all of this is he had his plan. He had his trade. It was to be a doctor. Yours could be to be a carpenter. And one day you may go, man, podcasting really took off or this, this new thing's happening and I really want to be a part of it. You can transition. It doesn't mean you, you, you're giving that up. So if you have higher aspirations for later, more creative pursuits, you can certainly do those. Let's, let's role play, Scott. Okay. You're, you're ill. I'm the doctor. Okay. Ask me, ask me how much time you've got. Oh, my anus is bleeding. Uh, I've got a, some sort of uh, weird din in my ear and, um, my left nipple has cracked and fallen off. Doctor, how, how long do I have to live? 10. <laughs> 10, 10 what? Nine. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing to be a doctor? I'd love that. I would have so much fun. Uh, Obviously, my patients wouldn't, no. and I'd probably get, you know, disdoctored. That's a great joke. That would be great. That's a really good joke. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, very nicely done. If you would like to send your own email in, it's easy. You can send it to scott at frogpants.com. You can also visit us at hypotheticalhelp.com. Our phone number is there, 801-471-0462. Follow us on Twitter at Scott Johnson, at the underscore T. And as always, uh, support us at patreon.com slash TMS. Not TMS, sorry. Patreon. Don't go to TMS, I'm Scott. Gonna, uh, you're, you're sabotaging I'm gonna us again. Bleep, I'm going to bleep it out. Uh, patreon.com no, slash hypo help. Leave it in. Don't cause more work. <laughs> the economy's just not there, Scott. We don't have the supporters on Patreon to afford editing. Yeah. We need, some, we need your I've help. I've sworn lots in this episode. Yeah. We can't bleep it out. Don't complain. Yeah. You can't Pay complain. some money yeah, we so we can't. can afford to have someone bleep me out. Yeah, we're bootstrapping it, man. If you want to help us, then that'll help us get to, <laughs> to a more edited quality of the show. Uh, Patreon.com slash hypo help. Uh, <laughs> make that very clear. All right, I think that's going to do it for us. We'll be back next week with a whole new episode for me, for Terpster, and for all the rest of you. Have a great week, and we'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Scott, yeah. don't confuse your Google search for my medical degree. Okay. <laughs>